Hello and welcome. You are listening to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. We are the number one podcast for seekers of mental health. We offer roughly quarter hour bites of therapy that you can finish in one sitting and take with you for the rest of the day. My name is Matthew and I'm a marriage and family therapist as well as a certified family life educator. The most valuable thing in our lives is attention. And I thank you for giving me yours for this podcast. I hope it serves you well. Let's get in to today's episode. Today, I want to direct your attention to the developing topic of sex and helpful ways to challenge thinking around it and how to have it be a healthy part of our lives. If it is our goal to stay with our current partner, be it marriage or just a committed relationship to each other, then we have to work on our self-image. This is not a trivial matter either. We need to get brutally honest about whether all of us, I mean Everything that makes us, us, is in it for the long run. If not, we need to address the issues at hand or to break up sooner rather than later. It truly is the only humane thing to do. It is certainly difficult, but hey, life is difficult. The only way to make it easier is to face the difficulties head on. If we wait around for our relationship to fall apart due to neglect, we are asking for a terrible life. For the sake of those you love and for yourself, please be brave. All right, that's my tough love for the day. If we are indeed in this for the long run, and we are on rocky terrain, which, by the way, is completely normal, then we need to work on loving ourselves before we can fully love our partners. Self-confidence is key. That's why dressing up, going out, going to the gym, going on dates, these things are even more important after we've been together for a long time. We never want to be in a place of thinking, well, they're stuck with me now anyway. Might as well let myself go. Why? Because we have to be able to respect ourselves 
before we can have our partners respect us. Having a mutually respected relationship is one of the most powerful experiences on earth and it is worth fighting for. Ask your wife out on a date. Ask your husband out on a date. Go to the gym. Show them that you are still in it. Orgasm is difficult because we don't like to talk about it. We feel that if we can't please our partner, that something must be wrong with us. And it also must be permanent. Because of the world around us, we internalize that maybe our penis is too small or the wrong shape. Our boobs are too small or they're too big. Overall, that our body isn't shaped right or we are hopelessly incompetent. If we can't orgasm with our partner, then there is something wrong with, with us, we might think. We are prudes and we just can't let loose and enjoy the intimacy with our partner. Let me assure you, first of all, that if this is the case, this is a manageable problem and way more common than you think. None of this has to do with the physical proportions of our bodies. Everything that can be mentioned can be managed. If we can manage, we can find a way to make it work. After all, it takes two to tango. Here is a simple practice that works. Sit down with your partner and simply massage their hand. Ask them to tell you what they like and what they don't like. Then do more of what they like. This translates perfectly well in the bedroom. The problem is we think that it is against the rules to ask our partner to do something that we like. Who told us this? Ask. Speak to one another. It is not an insult, but rather a vulnerable conversation. If we don't know where to begin, a sex therapist is a wonderful thing.
it does not mean that something is wrong with either you or with the relationship. Communication is so important, especially if either us or our partner is a survivor of sexual assault. Sexual assault can cast a darkness over all sexual feelings, and what a terrible curse. If this has happened to you, from the bottom of my heart, I want to say how sorry I am. I speak to a lot of clients about this, and I know that it is a horrible thing. The good news is that it is something we can recover from, one step at a time. Because of this, we need to be clear with our partners about our boundaries and our fears. We need to know that this will not make them bored or scare them off. If our partner truly loves us, they will want to help us and be as patient as they need to be. Feeling safe is the number one rule. Take it slow and never go far beyond your comfort level. In doing so, we risk re-traumatizing and prolonging the healing process. Loving support and time is the answer. Patience will eventually be rewarded with the greatest gift of healing and of trust. So, what does being self-confident in our sexuality look like? The answer to that question is simple. It's up to you. I want to thank you so much for listening today. Where we put our attention is what our lives are made of. And I thank you for letting me be a part of your life today. If any of this was helpful to you, please share it with someone you love. If you have a moment, please leave a review. Anything you can write down about the podcast would mean the world to me. I don't know about you, but I always check the reviews before I start a new podcast. So if you think someone would like this, please help them out by writing a review. 
I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I hope you take something from this episode and it makes your life a little brighter.